Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ann and Una. And you're listening to Engage, the podcast. Horses in the back. Oh wait, what did we what did we learn today? Um, light something. <laughs> so y'all, you know those things where like you say beer can or bacon. It sounds like bacon in Jamaican and the Jamaican accent. We found this new one today, and I'd like you all to try it. <laughs> so you're gonna say rise up lights. But it's going to sound up like rise up lights, razor blades Dude. in an Australian accent. Say it again. Rise up lights. <laughs> You're a clown. Uh, anyway. But it is, very, it is very addicting. Welcome to another episode of um, <laughs> Engage the Podcast, um, a podcast where we talk about all things wedding planning and healthy relationships. Always forget good the job, wedding good planning job. part. Yeah. Um, well, we haven't really talked about that yet because we're in the those beginning stages. Yeah, I mean, we've had some updates. You know, we got the photographer last week. Yeah, um, but, like, that hasn't been, like, the focus. Like... We set a date for the photography. Oh, we did. We have uh, our engagement shots coming mm-hmm. up uh, early June. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that one thing that we were, like... Uh, I guess anti was just like, you know, those real serious, I'm going to stare I'm at look you. look in your eyes like, and I see your soul. I couldn't do that with a straight face. <laughs> um, like, that would just but that's be a, not us either. No. Like, um, So that's going to be, it's going to be a good time trying to figure out the aesthetic right now. Um, and it's also very hard because like not many photographers, like wedding photographers on Instagram specifically, and even like our photographer for that matter, have photographed like black people. Yeah, so like if any. It's hard to like get a vibe. Because as you to like what. can't see yourself Mm-mm. in any of the pictures. Yeah. And so um, we've been like, you know, looking around and stuff, but it'll be all solid. Um, so I guess that was a real brief what's up with the wedding. Cause, uh, yeah, it wasn't really what's up. Because we already said about our photography, yeah. but you know, things are happening. Yeah. Moving slowly but surely. For sure. For uh for new listeners, um, you know, this is a, a podcast where we um are really trying to explore what it's gonna be like to be married by interviewing other couples who are married or just like in the process of getting married later on in the season. We'll have like some engaged couples that we'll be um talking with as well. Um and it's it's more so just an opportunity for us to reflect on like our relationship up to this point and how to kinda like um, make it better, but also just like to prepare for prepare as much as possible for like what is to be expected um, across different topics. Like um, the past two episodes we did one on goal setting, um, and then the one episode before that we did it on um, finances and kind of like how that plays a part um, in marriages and stuff. And I think that from those episodes, um, we've really been able to reflect on like. Um, how to incorporate those things into our relationship and our engagement right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for example, for old listeners who um, have heard those episodes, 
um, Una and I actually started to do this fast, um, similar to how Chad and Robin um, from the finance episode did the fast. Um, uh, I think they did meat. It's like all meat. Yeah. Um, we are fasting red meats and alcohol. Um, and yeah, red meats and alcohol. Um, and more so because, I mean, like we would go out and like drink and stuff like that. And that was never really Chad and Robin's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and red meat, we love a good steak and love a good burger. Ooh, sure do. Um, and so I think fasting in principle is more so about like getting rid of something that you enjoy to have like room for something else. Exactly. Um, so we started doing that and this is week two, mm-hmm. um, week two for us. And I haven't really craved a burger, but I feel like something is probably going to come very soon. Um, we're just like going out. Has been Listen. like a different vibe. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony will will be at like ten, eleven, eight p.m. p.m. About to get ready for bed. About to literally jump in the sheets, and he's like, "Man, I'm hungry." I am. I do be hungry. Fair enough. We have plenty of snacks. We got crackers. We got cheese. We got yogurt. We got all this stuff. And granted, he's come a long way. But when I started dating this man. He would not eat a snack unless it included meat. That's Literally nice. would not. I'd be like, oh, I have some nuts. I have some crackers. He'd be like, fam, you don't have any meat. <laughs> like, what were you going to do? Eat a, pa- a plate of ground beef? You would have. Throw, throw some uh, some cheese on that mud. And I would have been solid. All that to say, uh, we're in this fast. Um, we also had, like, not a bit of a scare, but just, like, a stressful, when we were talking about our finances that one time. like Oh, I, well, so I, I think that the fast rate is, like, we have a lot of transition coming and so I think the fast is like this thing that we can do to not only just like be more like focused and in tune with like the things that we we eat or take in or like purchase that like aren't really necessary and like if we were able to give something up then maybe we can like open that up for for other greater things. Mm-hmm. And so I think in this time we're really like transitioning and like saving to move and like saving for this wedding and like really have like come to realize we need to be more serious about all those things, especially with our finances. And I think Chad and Robin's conversation was really great and inspired us a lot because of the way they talked about like giving something up and like how much they got in return. Um, and so I think that this fast is kind of that and we're trying to manifest something like that for ourselves as well but on top of that I think thinking about it in that way really let us like sit down and like think about our finances and like be more mindful of the way we're spending our money whether that's like going out to drink or like whether that's like buying steak for like the week and like spending way more money than we need to be Mm -hmm. um and so like I think it's kind of like a two-facet thing and we're we're getting we're just getting a lot out of this so uh and it's just started so that's all good on that um, and then with Tony and Callie with the uh, goal setting, um, they had a, a big thing about intentionally dating. Um, and so we talked about this like for a grip, like of yeah. um, trying to figure out ways to do more, like be more intentional about dating and stuff. Um, so we did the whole like popsicle stick date thing where like you pull it out and it has like an idea that's already pre-written. Um, so we're going to start doing those as well. So um after each podcast, it seemed like we always just had this, like, oh, we should probably start doing this type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and I think that's been really beneficial. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Um, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Um, just us like learning uh, about each other more and just like what to expect. Also, fun fact: I was talking to one of my friends who was like, "Man, I don't listen to your podcast," <laughs> and I was like, "Why? Like, why not?" They were like, "Oh, like I thought this was gonna just be like a." a lovey-dovey fest where y'all y'all are just talking about like how great it is to be engaged for 45 minutes i was like <laughs> nah. no nah, that's not the case and so like again it's just more so conversation um i mean like there is love like in it you know that's not going to be like yeah not in a podcast about being engaged um but um it's more so just uh you know storytelling and uh living or sharing knowledge, sharing knowledge from experiences mm-hmm. and stuff absolutely so on that on that note, today we'll actually be switching things up. Usually we <laughs> can't stand you. Usually we are the interviewers and we have an interviewee or two come onto our show and talk about any of the things related to being in relationship and things like that. But today we're actually talking with our good friend Brian Mack um, about religion and faith and... Yeah, so let's learn a little bit more about Brian and how he came into our lives. the Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos were in the Super Bowl. This was probably Which in, one? In twenty <laughs> in twenty thirteen or fourteen? No. Was it, it a good was a good turnout or a bad one? It was twenty fourteen. It was when we lost, when we got blew out by the Seahawks. Yes. Wow. I knew you at that career. What an interesting yes. time to meet Anthony because I remember he left during halftime to clean because really? he didn't want to watch the rest Bro, of it. I was so pissed. Well I think maybe that's when I met you. It was in that second half because you were back <laughs> And the and, and Smith, right? Isn't that where you were house fellow at? Yeah. You were back funny. at Smith and me and Eric, Eric who's in my posse, I was just mm-hmm. watching it with him. And he was like, This is my RA. I was like, Okay, what's up? Like it's nice to meet somebody that's black and in a good position on this <laughs> campus. I'm like a house fellow? Like, I'm trying to be what you are. <laughs> Never was a house fellow though. But I said you don't want them problems. No, right? I didn't. I didn't. But yeah, I think that was the first real one on one chat or experience i had with you saw you in passing i think i knew you were like the president of bsu at that time mm-hmm. um but didn't really get too involved with that until probably my sophomore year mm-hmm. and um, by then i was i was there but i wasn't there yes and then fast forward to my sophomore year lex was real close with Devin. Oh, that's low key when we got cool. Yes. When Lex Mason yes. was trying to get on with B Mac. Yes. And somehow <laughs> you got. Oh, you were like the go between? like intertwined <laughs> in that love connection somehow. Lex had all type of issues and gripes with me, and she was bringing man. it back to all of y'all. She would just always be at the crib. Yeah. Like, man, forget B Mac. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so funny. That's exactly when. Yep. Um, I got more like in B Max life exactly. through Lexi, That's and then I think we got real close that summer. Mm-hmm. Was that was it that summer when that you, we did we work for people? Yep, yep. That was that summer. We were just always like down for the Monopoly, the Mafia games, whatever it was. Spades, yes, 
Yes, that whole summer was just dope. Summer of 2015? Or yep. Summer of 2015. Yep. I felt like I had a real solidified friendship with you. So that was four years ago. <laughs> that, four damn, years that was ago. four years ago? Yeah. Wow. So six years, two does years. Does it feel longer or does it feel short? It feels short. Like, it feels like I just graduated yesterday. It does. But when you think about like relationships, does it feel long or short? You're like, oh man, I've known you forever. Yeah. Oh, it feels like I've known B Mac for a grip. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but in the context of all other relationships, right. it's a right. short period. Right. Yeah, which is wild. Because like, yeah. I always think about like when people go, when people graduate from college, like you typically like leave with like your friends yeah. that you like were with for yeah. them four years, like plus or minus like a few, right? Right. Yeah. And then for B Mac to come in, like as I'm graduating, the tell in, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And now like he's officiating our wedding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wow, good dude, man. Test, testament wow. to testament to to good character, and he's always down with with the shenanigans. I'll be like, <laughs> I'd be like, be mad, bro. Uh, put some money on like some, some dumb stuff, <laughs> and I'm about to flip this coin. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, all the bets for no you reason. You guys should keep a tally, like a lifelong tally, because that's that's crazy. Damn near, at least seven bets every time we see each other. Easily. Yeah, matter <laughs> of fact, before bets. we leave, before Maybe this we gotta get a car flip. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that's Brian Mac, mm-hmm. B. Mac, Machiavelli, if you will. Um, super good guy um, and just, like, all around, like, solid person. We're definitely thankful for um, both him and for um, his partner, Lexi, um, and having them in our lives and stuff. Definitely. Um, but the reason why Brian is the one that is facilitating this discussion um, is because he is actually going to be our officiant for our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those of you who are unfamiliar, um, it's become a thing now where like people can get just like non priest or whatever religious, mm-hmm. um, entity, uh, someone believes in to, um, kind of like marry people in. Um, and we chose Brian Mack, uh, to be that person. Um, and he's going to be the one that's asking us kind of about, religion and faith and how that will play um, out as we get closer to being married. But before we jump into the actual conversation, um, let's hear the story about how I uh, goofily asked Brian Mack. You didn't ask him. You just were like, hey, this is what it is. Let's hear the story. (laughs) Do you remember or you want me to tell you? Because you were drunk, so... Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I think there was it was a bit of a whirlwind. So he got engaged in September and in October UW Madison had their homecoming, like mid October. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was in town. We went to a local bar and it was like low key probably like the most black people I've ever seen in Madison, which was yes. tight. Um, and so everybody was like seeing people they hadn't seen in years, which mm-hmm. is like it was really cool. Yes. And you came in like that night later that, that drunk, no no, no. Like, he, it was more it, I'm, I was just kidding. It was more so that it was more so the environment, and I think that you were like you know you were feeling good and yeah, you were just ready to, to <laughs> yeah. Ev- you were in the in the zone of I being excited and nostalgic with everybody you were yes. seeing. And so Brian comes in the spot and like we had like throughout the night been like hearing congratulations from people and I think it was probably the first time we'd seen you since we got engaged probably Mm -hmm. and Angie was like man like 
this is so cool. Like, I should, like, how, what's up? And he was like, man, can you be our officiant? And Brian was like, what? I was definitely throwing <laughs> He was like, huh? <laughs> and he was like, no, for real, we talked about it. We want you to yes. be our officiant. And he was like, oh, for real, man? <laughs> like, it was, it was very sweet, but yes. it was like all in this chaos of a bar. And yes. it was very funny. Man, I had a whole bunch of eyes, Brian Allen to be uh, my best man. Yeah. I'm that like, I'm that, trying to. That weekend. At okay. that point, like, I, I would. So you were just lining up the wedding pretty man, much. Pretty like, much. Let me put this together right now. Pretty much, like, everybody's right. here. Oh, my gosh. And I'm that trying to so be funny. out here, like, sending cards, being, like, having an actual, like, let me ask you to be my bridesmaid. Yes, formal, right. Formally. And I'm all out like, here at the bar, like, hey, man, guess what? <laughs> all about the free free. Oh, we sending texts. All right. Man, the bridesmaid charged me enough. That's a oh, wedding invitation gosh. in itself. Oh, Matter of fact, if y'all listening, I'm sending out text message, wedding invitation. That's right. SMS text too oh my gosh <laughs> no i ain't gonna do that but yeah that's a whole group thread that's what a group thread a group text <laughs> hey like hey like this message if you come in <laughs> man mm-hmm. that'll be tight all right yep that's how it happened <laughs> Una tried to come real hard at me talking about i was like super drunk you I weren't was, you i was weren't, not i was you super were just excited geeked. you were like drunk on on happiness that's yeah. what it was um but yeah anyway so as we mentioned um uh, we've been really mindful of the ways that these interviews um have been really helpful um in our relationship and us working towards like new goals and just like what we want from each other and and this marriage um and so They've all really helped us be more intentional in that process. And this conversation in particular um, has really given us a new perspective, I think. Not even a new perspective, but we've definitely talked about our our beliefs and our faith before and how that will play um, a part in not only us getting married, but as we move forward, have kids, whatever. Um, and so we've talked about that before. Um, but I think this was like a new perspective and we were able to be asked these questions instead of just like talking together one-on-one. Um, and I think it gave us a little bit more insight into like what each other were thinking and, and all of that good stuff. So because of how great this conversation was for us, um, and how great a job that Brian did interviewing us, I think today we're actually just gonna, we're just gonna let it roll. So, um, enjoy the conversation. You all wanted the theme to be religion mm-hmm. and relationships. And I feel like part of the reason why I was asked to be the officiator for the the wedding is because of like somewhat my aura, right? I feel like people look at me and they're like, there's something about Brian that's just is different. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is like my connection to religion and faith. And I don't know, part of it is just like, you know, how I value the way people see me. Um, so my first question for you all is, how do you all define religion? Like, how do you individually, how would you define what religion is? You want to go first? Uh, I can go first. You go first. Um, so I guess, like, for context, I grew up um, in a very religious family um, on, both, on both sides of my family. So um, my mom and dad took me to... Um, church, black, Baptist, Christian churches. Um, and even like when they were divorced, like, you know, we, like, I would go to church every Sunday. Um, and so with that, like religion, like prayer, 
um, the Bible, like all that stuff was very like apparent um, at a very young age. We would pr- pray before meals. Um, you know, I would be on like the the Sunday skits for Easter and like Christmas and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, church was just like a really like big part um, of my life and Christianity. Uh, well, I, I see more so as a young child, like church being Christianity, not Christianity being Christianity, if that makes sense. So like the physical church. Yeah. Um, and so, and then when I went to college and undergrad, um, like I didn't go to church like often, like I probably could, I'll probably say I went to church like maybe three or four times a semester. Um, and that was less to do with like my, uh, me like trying to separate myself from like the religion um, and more so my problems that I have with like f- the physical church mm-hmm. and how um, like people, like humans mess up churches. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, I feel like churches are like very political and just like there's a lot of mess within a church. And so I was like, you know, um, you know, I don't know if this is something that uh, I want to be, I want to like actively like go to an undergrad, but I still want, I still want to identify as a Christian, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and so right now, uh, I go back and forth for like, man, I should go to church more. And like, I'll go like to church on like a, a solid consistent spurt. And then like, I will like stop. And then like that off, off and on for like a good grip. Yeah. Um, but still again, like having, um, having like the religious influences from like my mom and like that whole side of the family. Um, and like still wanting to be connected to God. Um, but still trying to figure out how to practice that. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. to the point where it'll be um, not beneficial, but like I'll be like developing in that while not in like a traditional sense. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and my background. So I grew up, my mom comes from a very Catholic family. She had um, 10 brothers and sisters or she was one of 10. Um and so my grandparents, I grew up going to mass like every holiday that we would go visit them. Um, and that's what I knew of like Christian side of my family. We would like in my house, like pray at meals or like pray at dinner. But like that prayer would be like, you know, the one where you're like, oh, Jesus, what? <laughs> no, not even like that. It would be like, uh, like, thanks for the food. Yay, yeah. God. Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my brother um, is Jewish, so we have different moms. Um, and he grew up Jewish. So I knew that side. My best friend growing up was Jewish as well. So there would be, like, every once in a while we'd have a sleepover, and I would go to their temple um, the next day. Right. And so I feel like I got a lot of different views as a child and never had like the consistency that Anthony had growing up or the, yeah, that presence of God, like in a space, you know, um, my mom was always very, I think very spiritual, like one with Uh energies and like, um, that kind of stuff. And so like, I've always had somewhat of like a presence it hasn't always been God and it hasn't always been 
through like some type of space. Um, and so in college, like I, I think that I have always probably aligned with like Christianity the most, but there's definitely been times where I've like questioned that or um, like in high school, I took like a Bible study class just of like reading the Bible as literature and not as like scripture to really like understand it from like a literary sense. Um, and so stuff like that definitely like, I think I align with Anthony a lot in thinking about it as like, I appreciate religion as religion and not as religion through like a system, if that makes sense. Um, and then in college I joined gospel choir because of you. I think she can sing. I was just like, I think she, she can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just a natural place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I joined that and I really appreciated that. And I think I got a lot from that, whether that was community or like a, just like a creative outlet. But I think I also got something just from the spirituality of it. Like there's things like, like I think I, I feel like God's presence and like spiritual presence through things like art and through music and like through singing and so that is super clear for me and the other part is not always so clear for me and so I have always kind of been like teetering on that line of like I'll go to church with him and like no like no issues at all I always enjoy my time there but it's never something that I'm like seeking I guess um so I think that's kind of where I'm at and have yeah, that's that's pretty much my relationship with. Religion. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think just looking at you all's relationship from an outside perspective, and then also just hearing like how you all talk about, like you all never really having disagreements. Like I don't see any type of like strife between you all, and if there is, it's always like playful, right? Mm-hmm. And I think something that you mentioned within religion is that the people that represent religion sometimes cast a bad light on what Christianity should represent or what, you know, whatever mm-hmm. church should you should be at. It just separates people sometimes. So my question is, between you two, has, like, religion ever been a, uh, not a hiccup, but, like, has there ever been disagreement on beliefs within you all's relationship? Or has there ever been any type of, I don't know, like you know, argument because yeah. of something That's that you question. grew up believing and yeah. that Luna maybe didn't or mm-hmm. vice versa? Um, I don't think it's ever been, like, an argument. Um, but I think it has been, like, at times, like a like a, a not knowing, for me personally, like, not knowing when to, like, talk about Christianity or like just like religion in general or be like hey you trying to roll to church or um like even when we were talking about um the the fasting thing so like for the folks who are listening like we're thinking about or we're doing this fast for um our finances and stuff so uh alcohol red meat stuff like that like we're trying to peace out to it um but like not knowing whether or not to call it a religious fast gotcha. or like a spiritual fast or if this is something that we're just being like diligent mm-hmm. with in uh congruence with like our financial goals yeah um and so i think like that's always been something that i've struggled with of like wanting to wanting to continue to develop from like a christian standpoint while I don't believe in like pushing my religion on anyone, 
Um, and so, like, I'm never going to be like, I don't know, I'm never like, hey, like, let's go, like, you need to come to church with me for, like, anybody. Like, you need to come to church with me or, like, um, even when you join gospel choir, like, I was trying to be as, like, you like you like to sing mm-hmm. like we have a really good choir like maybe you should look at it like from that mm-hmm. perspective um but i feel like internally that like sometimes that can cause like dissonance mm-hmm. where um or that I don't, know, I don't know what it even is but like yeah. it just and we've talked about this like mm-hmm. before it's just like a like a i don't want to overstep but i also want to like be true to yeah, what so. i'm trying to like learn yeah Cause I'm still like learning how I fit within Christianity yeah. right now. Just how do you bring in Una? Right. Mm-hmm. That. Right. Cause I think that we're both like exploring yeah. like what it means and we're both at like different levels of that, but like yeah. that exploration is still there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think that we've ever had any like arguments or disagreements. I'd say the only, only thing that I can remember is actually talking about, who was going to be, like, our pastor officiant for this wedding. Mm. Um, and I think that with my with where I'm, I'm at, as far as exploring, I was not comfortable, like, getting married in a church or um, having a pastor um, marry us because I thought that that would be really disingenuous of me. Mm. To It's kind of like when, you know, if you're Muslim and you are in court and you were to swear on a Bible, Mm -hmm. what would that really mean, right? And so for me, I didn't feel like I could, in a church with a pastor, say, like, I promise to be with you, like, by you, like, marrying us through God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and that's kind of where we were at as far as, like, finding somebody who was faithful but also um, who knew us to marry us because I I want that to be present without me feeling like I'm not being honest about where I'm at right now. Um, And so I think that was probably, like, the only time we've truly, like, disagreed about what that should look Mm -hmm. like from the beginning. And I think that we came to, like, an agreement, obviously, that we both felt really comfortable with. But I think... um, like you said, like the fact that we're both still exploring and that we're both still on like different paths and that you don't, you know, like you can't really see where the end is in that. And like, how can you ever really know that? Um, I think that's like a challenge. I think what caused it to be more of like a, a disagreement was the fact that like, I knew my mom like was going to have like an issue with Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so like, in terms, I mean, the in terms of the officiating? Uh, in terms of the, in terms of the officiating. Okay, got you. Um, because she was like, uh, I told her, I was like, hey, or she was asking me like, you know, where, where's the wedding going to be at? And I was like, oh, like, I think we are going to do it at like a, at a venue versus a church. Yeah. She was like, oh, okay. Like, that was like a, like strike one and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other strike and a half came from, uh, so Pastor Childs, my pastor at, um, in Milwaukee, shout out to Pilgrim Rest Missionary Baptist Church. Yeah. Um, she was like, oh, so have you, like, hit up Pastor Childs? Like, is he gonna, like, is he down to do the wedding? Yeah. I was like, uh, actually, um, you know, we're gonna have the homie, I, I think in the way I introduced it, too, like, it was super casual. I was like, oh, no, the homie B-Mac is gonna, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 the homie. <laughs> so, and I think that, um, I think that had she, like, known you, yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been, like, a different conversation. Right. Like, conversation. Yeah. Um, 
But I think in the way I introduced it, she was like, oh, so it's not like you just trying to take God out of this, like, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, you know, like, that's that's not my goal yeah. um, or our goal. I think it's just more so, right. um, like, we understand that this is a, a spiritual connection that we're entering into. Yeah. Um, and we want to just make sure that it's a, a connection in which when we come into it, like, it's... Um, not equitable, but like it's comfortable for like both anybody of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who's attended right. for that matter. Um, and I think that that's what's different about kind of like our generation of yeah. believers, like across religion. Like we are very non traditional in our thought and like we challenge a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I know one thing that um, Una really like, and me for that matter, um, takes into consideration with Christianity is just like we have a lot of friends who currently don't wouldn't be accepted in many. like many spaces right. of Christianity mm-hmm. due to whatever aspects of their identity. Um, and like, you know, what does that mean in terms of like how we practice and stuff like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that to say, um, yeah, moms wasn't happy yeah. at first. Um, and she, I think she just had like this sense of not like panic, but like just yeah. like a concern or, of just yeah. like, you know, what does this mean for the rest of your marriage yeah if you're not like she felt like if it wasn't in a church if it wasn't with a pastor your marriage is not and if we were that's how we were starting right your marriage where are you going yeah and like i challenged that i was like i was like first i was like again you don't know brian like Mm -hmm. um but just because a pastor isn't bringing us in doesn't mean that god is not present you know what i'm saying that was my challenge to her um and she, I think she came around to it, like, over time. And it's yeah. still, like, a thing that I think she's grappling with silently. Um, but, yeah. Interesting. I think it's funny because regardless of how people cling to, oh, I'm an adult, I'm grown, like, our parents still have a huge impact on how we see the world and, like, the decisions we make. Mm-hmm. So much of our lives are revolved around what do our parents think. Um so as it relates to that like how is religion or even just like conversations or experiences with church like how have they impacted your families growing up like has have you seen religion be divisive have you seen to be like a stronghold on family members like what is it as it relates to that that you disagree with or agree with mm-hmm. you connected with you didn't mm-hmm. um For me, I would say I don't ever remember a time where, like, religion was, like, a divisive nature in my house. Like, even though my grandparents are extremely um, Catholic and have always, like, to the T kind of done that, they've also been, like, pretty, um, like, liberal in their, like, political views, which I think kind of in some ways can overlap with um, their accepting of people regardless of like religion or identity or whatever um and my mom herself I think has always kind of been on a spectrum of that um and even so like I think too she like knows where Anthony's at and so even more so I think she's like the person in my ear being like hey maybe you should go to church like maybe you should like explore this um and I think she's always been very open to that which I think has made me very open to like all types of people which is like it's it's like the double-edged sword of like it's why I don't like religion but it's also why I do um so yeah I don't know 
Yeah. I think, I mean, growing up, like, and I feel like I have um, a very, uh, I want to say, like, affluent family, because I feel like we're not, but, like, we have never had to, like, ask for anything or, like, be in, like, a place of, like, hurting. Um, and then, like, we will always, or, like, all my aunts, like, sing in the choir. My granddad is, like, a, he was, like, a deacon or something like that. Um, grandma was super involved, mom and stuff like So, like, everyone's involved in church in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And so, like, anytime, like, something went well, you know, thank God, praise Jesus. Um, anytime something went bad, you know, God's going to take care of it. Um, and, like, stuff worked out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as a child, I'm like, oh, like, Jesus is really looking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude is really the homie out here watching the family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's, like, I've only seen, from, like, a family standpoint, like, the blessings part. Mm-hmm. Um, never really in a sense of, like, I'm going to beat someone's head with, like, the Bible because they don't believe or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I think that goes with, like, like, they're pretty respective of like other religions as well so like there's never like a um like christianity is well i mean they would say you know like this is the only way to god yeah through like this form of christianity um but it's not like a oh people can't believe what they yeah want to believe mm-hmm. yeah um so i was listening to the episode where you all had the couple we're talking about finances. Mm-hmm. Don't remember their names. Chad and Robin. Yes. Um, but they were just talking about how they were pretty well off to start their relationship and they both had good jobs. And then he mentioned like he just had this revelation that he wasn't supposed to be where he was supposed to be anymore. And he felt like he just lost everything. Mm-hmm. And part of it was because he felt like he f- was moving on his own volition and he had everything he was doing. Everything that he had was because of him. Do you ever see eventually like faith being something you cling to because at some point you feel like you've moved away too far from spirituality or faith? Like, is there anything that you have like, I don't want to project fear, mm-hmm. but any like thoughts where you say like, I feel like at some point this is something that's going to like resurface and it's going to be serious. Like, is, it, is religion ever that type of conversation or that type of I think especially, I think I'm fearful of that when we have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, like, briefly talked about it. Yeah. Um, where it's, like, you know, like, is our kid going to go to Sunday school? Mm-hmm. Or, like, are they going to be at the crib? Or, like, will they have room to explore whatever religion mm-hmm. that they want to? Um, which gets back to my internal struggles of, like, just forcing my religion upon anyone mm-hmm. but at the same time knowing how impactful the church or christianity in the church was for me as a child yeah. and like not even from like a like from five to like 14 15 like church was never really about the lessons yeah. it was more so about like i got i learned how to be like a better public speaker i got like some of my best friends um i learned like community service mm-hmm. um just like respecting elders, like principles that you can realistically get elsewhere. Um, But like, I think it's something special about that being a part or being within like a church setting. Um, But again, like if, if that's the case, 
And, like, that's not something that Una wants to do. Or, like, you know, if there's some mm-hmm. dissonance with that, like, then what's going to happen? Right. Um, and I'm also saying that as I don't go to church actively right now. Like, I don't know if there's going to be, like, a switch that happens where, like, yeah. wow, I have this child. I need to right. get more serious about my religion. Mm-hmm. Or about going to church, not necessarily yeah. about my religion. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I think for my, I think I think there will always be something that's gonna be challenging, um, that makes you have to like reevaluate and realize that there are things that are greater than yourself that you have to let yourself go to, right? Yeah. Like I, I let it go, and yeah. whoever, whatever, take the wheel, right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure that there will be those times, and. I think my concern is whether we'll be on the same page of, like, how to find that, right? Yeah. Like, of being, like, wow, we're both having this challenging time or, like, we're going through this really difficult thing and, like, will we turn to different things or, like, will we turn to something together? Yeah. Um, I think is what makes me more nervous. Or not even more nervous, but it's something that I, like, question of, like, how we'll get through that. Yeah. And I feel like right now, like, even... Like, if there's ever a moment where, like, I feel like our like our relationship is struggling or, like, we have some personal things going on, like, I'd be like, yo, like, do you mind, like, praying with me real quick? And, like, it's not like a, like a, we're not willing to support each other in whatever we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that as soon as another person, like, is added to the equation. Yeah especially with our different upbringings. I think that while I think that we'll be able to get through it, I think it will be like an initial like clash because it's not something that we've necessarily had to like think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in some Right, else. exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's hard, like we said in like previous episode, like it's hard for us to like think in hypotheticals. Yeah. Like if Sunday comes around, we got this baby, even if the baby is like, a, like not even comprehending nothing. Yeah. Right, like not even able to speak mm-hmm. like can the it, can the baby come kick it yeah. with with pops or like if we if, are we all going or right. like what does that look like so right. i don't know huh. okay i have a general question i just want to get what you all's natural reaction is to this statement okay i'm not a religious person i'm a spiritual person what does that mean to you all i feel like that's what i like my go-to <laughs> but i i think that like ebbs and flows quite a bit like if someone were to ask me like like what is your religion I would like say I was Christian but but like it almost like needs a caveat for me because like Uh I still am not like a hundred percent sure right but um so that's my like initial feeling because like I said like I feel I feel spiritual through like singing gospel music or like through these spaces uh, or these like things that I'm able to do like and witness but I don't know if I would say I'm religious because that's never really been a part of what I do or yeah or what I or what I go to yeah I think it's a way I feel like that trend of moving away from like religion and just like more so spirituality is a trend that I've seen based on people challenging more like the the norm within religion so like Mm -hmm. um like uh like if i have a friend who uh like identifies as gay right like 
and I'm I'm actively seeing like my home church like not really welcome that person. Um, like I feel like a natural reaction would be to say like oh I'm not really like messing with Christianity because mm-hmm. they're not letting the homie like be themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore like I'm not messing with Christianity as a blanket as a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I'm I am spiritual like I believe. <clears throat> I believe in like this higher being um, and it could very well still be God, but like, I just don't want to associate myself. This isn't me saying that I don't want to associate myself with um, Christianity in that regard. Right. Because like, I think even, even like just saying like, Oh, I'm a Christian, like people have, or like whatever religion, like there's the connotations that go along Mm -hmm. with that. Um, Talking like me talking to you as another Christian, like I'm seeing all the good stuff. Um, but, like, if someone who is not, like, if someone approaches that conversation, like, oh, like, you know, I believe in um, Christianity and stuff like that, and stuff like that yeah. then it could just be, like, oh, like, you must not, like, mm-hmm. like, gay people or, like, be, um, you know, like, not before abortions and, like, all this other stuff. And it's, like, uh, you know, I didn't say all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe the the story of, like, him dying on, our, on the cross for our sins all that other stuff. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in like the sin olympics mm-hmm. if you will like yeah. how because if all sins are weighted equally yeah you know what i'm saying for what it is. exactly yeah. and so that's so i i i see where people are coming from with that yeah but also think that people don't look in the mirror when it comes to like their own lives in yeah. comparison to other like more as like apparent apparent yeah. um quote-unquote sins yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that I, in principle, I think that's why people cling to that statement more. I think it's just a matter of what are the beliefs and like when I think of religion, this is what I think of and I think of it ostracizing certain groups of people. Do you all see any benefits to organized religion? Oh, yeah. For sure. A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, I think that religion is such, like, a a grounding thing for so many people. Like, it, there's no doubt in, for whatever anyone believes that, for what any, anyone believes that religion is something that helps people get through whatever it is that they need to get through. Um, it builds that community, and I would say, like Anthony said, like in his life alone, like I can see how being in the church and being raised in the church like made him who he who he is. And so it's one of those things where, like, for all the things that I don't like about the church, there are obviously so many great things, yeah. and if done right, mm-hmm. like can absolutely be a helpful and like strength in somebody's life and so like I think I've talked to Anthony before as like I feel like I would be very open to I think right where I'm where I'm at right now it's hard for me to like seek those experiences out or those spaces out but at some point like I know that religion is important for him I know that his faith is important to him and that that's important in him raising a family and having that be a part of his life and so I know that like at some point the fact that I 
am not only just curious but like still searching for what I need I need to like actually take steps to like explore that and like see if there are spaces where I do feel comfortable because I I have had moments where I'm like this feels great right Um, but to have that consistency and find a church and find a like a church family that like I really feel like we're aligned in our beliefs both in and outside of the church I think is a challenge but like it's worth it I think for sure I think first like to say something directly you have been like doing a lot of like exploration since we've been together like i think gospel choir was like a big like mm-hmm. like when you say you was joining gospel choir i was like oh word like <laughs> cracking like and i think my again like i like to bring i would like to i like to bring people in but i don't like to like force it mm-hmm. like baby steps and like if they even want to take baby steps in the first place yeah. um and i think that we haven't like in terms of the the traditional legwork of like exploration in terms of like going to church and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like we just haven't yeah. done that or like taken right. that initiative. Um and so um to answer your question though about the benefits of organized religion, like Una said, like I lived the mm-hmm. benefits, right? Of mm-hmm. of like, you know, just having having a higher being to like just make meaning of like life. I think it's super crucial. Um, I've like experienced like a lot of like death of like close family members and having having like a way to make sense of all that. Yeah. Um, and to like know that like through all of that, like it's still all good mm-hmm. because of the relationship that I have with God, that my family has with God, and that like the people who pass away have with God. Mm-hmm. And like like the idea of heaven is like a beautiful thing. Yeah. The the idea of hell is like also a scary thing. And so like when it comes to like and people say like moral compass and like stuff like right. I I ain't trying to go to like I believe in hell. I ain't trying to be there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um and so like that also helps like me personally like guide how I just like operate the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but again to to Una's point how like you know it's easy or it's you see the positive, like, I understand, like, there are clear, like, gaps within multiple, like, religious spheres mm-hmm. um, when it comes, like, again, like, the treatment of folks in LGBTQ, women in general, um, across religions, honestly. Um, if you all watch uh, Greenleaf on Netflix, like, again, just people just mess up, mm-hmm. just mess up stuff. And people aren't, people shouldn't be the face of religion. This you know is, what I'm saying? This is a random comment. Yeah. But apparently Greenleaf was supposed to be based off of my pastors back home. Get out oh, of here. Really? I don't think it is, though. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I'm like... Their life is not that crazy. I feel like many mega churches like, can easily... Right. Dysfunction Just, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very much so. So, so yeah. So, <laughs> I, I see I see the benefits. And I think, again, like Uno was saying, like, I, I want to... I feel like I am, like, a... I have, like, a faith based life yeah um and i like to continue that but i think as i get older um and like i can't use the excuse of like oh like i'm in school mm-hmm. or like oh you know like i got x y and z to do um and like relying on going back home for vacations and stuff like that to get like refilled with right. you know like 
Right, every now and again on holidays. Right. Like, that's not enough. If like, I don't want to be that person. But, like, also, again, going to church, to me, doesn't make you, like, a better Christian than someone else. And so, like, trying to figure, just trying to get that balance. And I don't really understand what that balance is. Slash, I don't know who to necessarily talk to or who we could talk to, for that matter, um, to find a better way to, like, understand that balance. I think Chad and Robin actually may be good people um, Mm -hmm. for that. But, um, so, yeah. Fair. This is my um, my spiritual input, I guess. I think the idea of marriage is supposed to be two people coming together Mm -hmm. to be one, Mm -hmm. be in alignment with each other. And I think something that you said that I really appreciate is that even though it's not something that's really prevalent or pushing for you to approach this whole spiritual path, mm-hmm. you recognize that it is for Anthony. So I think that at some point, even if it doesn't become a priority of Una, I feel like that spiritual side of you all's relationship may come down on you. Like it may literally be like how much effort or how much of a push priority. Like whatever it is for you may translate to what it is for mm-hmm. Una. Mm-hmm. Um, like he the officiator no and I, I think <laughs> I just profound. think that's but I mean I think it's good before you all are even married that she recognizes like this is not how I grew up mm-hmm. it's not what I necessarily connect with mm-hmm. naturally right but to respect that it's a part of you know what you're convicted in right um I think that's that's beautiful um but on that note, <laughs> uh, like this has been a dope episode. Just seeing how you all have, uh, I guess, interacted with religion within you all's relationship. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a journey, and this is only the start of it. So a marriage is going to, if anything, amplify right. how much religion is a part of you all's life. Um, getting married is a big step. So yeah, you next. Next day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Brian Mack was dropping a lot of gems. Mm-hmm. Just throughout or like gym questions. And I feel like we were dropping a lot of gym answers. <laughs> if that makes so sense. So I think that it was just a genuine conversation and he was really good at like leading that whatever way it needed to go um and we like gave b mac like some actual questions and, and he just went off the cuff like <laughs> i was like oh wow like this is why this is why for so many reasons like he's our efficient so um we yeah we really enjoyed that conversation yeah. um and we really hope that you did as well um and I hope that even though this was kind of different, that you guys enjoyed the way that we kind of set this conversation up. Um, and if you did, let us know. Like, please drop a comment. And let me know. Let me know. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Um, Should I keep going? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> let me know. All right, I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished for real. I'm done. I swear I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, though, let us know if you like this new style, if you want us to do this again. Um, And also, please let us know if there are other things that you really want us to talk about. If there's things that we haven't discussed, obviously, we'll be coming out with new episodes um, and have some ideas for those. But please give us some more ideas about what you all want to hear. Um, Yeah, follow us on uh, Instagram at 
the engaged pod cast yeah the engaged podcast is all one word um the engaged podcast <laughs> um and that's where i mean like we're most active um we have a twitter page that nobody really follows but like if y'all start following we'll start being more active true um but maybe we should be more active so we should get more followers i think it's, it's a, a joint double, effort yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but that's where we've been receiving a lot of our feedback and stuff um and also after, i don't know a great place to get feedback will also just be the comments yeah comments on the page so if you're listening to us on itunes please go ahead and rate this episode if you enjoyed yourself um also leave us a comment what did you like uh about what we talked about what do you agree with what do you not agree with um how do you see this playing out um for maybe your lives or not whatever Mm -hmm. um let us know please and you can also drop us the comments on instagram as well if you're rocking with us um and subscribe subscribe Get your issue. You know that's from, <laughs> No. That's from Drop It Like It's Hot. Snoop Dogg featuring Pharrell. Anywho. Thank you for the full. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, thank you all again for continuing to tune in and engage with us. Um, really hope that you continue to listen and share with your people. Yeah. We'll see you. Hey, y'all, be sure to follow us at The Engage Podcast on Instagram and The Engage Pod on Twitter. You can also follow our personal pages at A-Y-Y-O-A-N-T and at Una Amor, O-O-N-A-M-O-R. These episodes are produced by Anthony and myself. Our theme song is by Anthony. Like, comment, share, and thank you for listening.